Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're joining me today. I am very excited about our guests that we have on the show. Um, Today, we're joined by Blake Jackson and Nate Dewsbury. They are the co-owners of Rogue Pet Science, and they really produce some amazing products. We sell a ton of their products in our store, and and so many customers and clients have seen such an impact on their dog's health positively. Um, And... The thing I also love about the company is they kind of have the same tagline as my podcast. And so they are all into Pets Who Thrive. So I love that. So welcome, Blake. Welcome, Nate. I'm so glad you are joining me today. Well, thank you very much for having us. Absolutely. So before we kind of get into some of the products, what I would love to do is maybe talk a little bit about the science behind it. I know that your... um, intention and the information and the research that you have put into your products is really second to none. And I think I really want the the audience to hear some of the things that you guys do that sets you apart. Yeah. As, as our name implies, you know, we were all about pets because that's almost honestly how Blake and I met. And then being a scientist and being in the, in the world health, uh, animal health, uh, ecosystem globally, um, you know, gives me a lot of access to advanced, you know, research data concepts that are not being applied and they never trickled down to, to the pet owner level, which is uh, a a lot of science actually doesn't trickle down from academia down to the, the general public as well. So that's, you know, it's a natural barrier. So that's how, you know, we started, which with our flagship product, the uh, origins five in one for the canines, that is the application of nine years of battle testing it in the field with real dog working dog kennels. Um, and that also included the trialing that I went through to test this concept for enzymes, test this concept, because again, I was applying concepts and a lot of, a lot of research that went into monogastric systems, which like humans and dogs and cats, they're, you know, monogastrics, but I was on the production animal side with chickens and swine as well. So just because we're all monogastrics doesn't mean that our bodies process, you know, macronutrients and, and other biochemical pathways the same way. So I had to further prove that in a mono, in a simple carnivore monogastric system, these same concepts either worked or didn't work. And then how to, can I apply those concepts into one product to enhance the bioavailability and the processing, not of just the, the primary diet, but also the health impacts that when that system is on point has uh, throughout the entire body. So it's a lot. And it was, uh, and I still do it today. Um, Dog cancer, you know, canine genetics, stuff like that as well. So that's amazing. We never stop. Yeah, that's amazing. I'd love that. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the testing that you did? Uh, Yes, we ran. So traditionally, if you think about feed trials um, or uh, most people have some inkling, you know, from the human world um, during human trials through the FDA type system, running uh, feed trials through the USDA systems, a little different. And especially because we're working with animals, it's it's also a little different. Um, also, a lot of the trials that were done on the, the concepts themselves were private research um, through large animal groups. I can't really say NDAs are in place, but it, it's private research. So not uh, it's not inhumane or anything like that. It's just private research of using, you know, cause it's all about the formulation. So if you're raising chickens and growing them through different life stages or raising swine through different life stages or beef or dairy, you know, they all have got their secret mixes and the way they do to get the efficiencies and the health out of their animals. Uh, but what we did is we, t- we weren't creating something that was a brand new molecule or chemical. We were working with the combination of things and how can we work them together to take advantage of their efficiencies without overusing things. Right. So it's more of an efficiency study. And what we did is the exact opposite. We actually worked with working doll kennels 
to test the concepts out with our own dogs and run that through the system and concept after concept, and then bring the concepts together in pairs and then test that out. Did it work? Did it not work? Do we add another concept in there? Does it enhance or digress away? And then might have to pull another one out to see if these other combinations work. So it was a, a lot. So because at the end of the day, we wanted to bring a product that actually worked when anybody bought it. So in anybody's hands versus some designer feed trial that was designed to look for one thing because that's what you wanted to market. Uh, we did the exact opposite. We needed to work and it worked so well. We actually had to do another study to broadly look at like all these mechanisms in the body, metabolism, reproduction, how are they impacted? Because they are impacted so much more than what we thought that we had to go back and measure them. Wow. That is a lot. That's amazing. So how, when you talk yeah. about measuring, how did you, how did you measure? Oh, well, it's hard. It's like, how do you explain science? Right. Uh, so knowing that there's classically studied markers for like metabolism, especially insulin, insulin is a huge component in, uh, the digestion enhancement of uh, macromolecules of the primary diet. Right. So a lot of hormones in the body are made in the GI tract. So they're called gut hormones. They're sourced there. And those are get impacted by the health of the GI tract and the food and the diet. And that interaction of the microbiome with that food impacts hormone generation and signaling. And that changes, which you can measure, which is through the signal. Wow. And then, and then knowing the mechanisms of how those react, you can actually measure precursors, post uh, post molecules of those to show how much of those were made if you can't measure directly. And then there's the physical side of it, which is like on the on uh, reproduction side for both females and males, which is different sampling. Um, you can also see that impact over those over 30 days, 60 day period as well. So depending on what was changing, because we've already we already had an idea of what changed because we had at least two to three years easily of people using the product and it improved so many situ so many health outcomes, both performance and actual health issue that we knew how to measure where those impacts would be at or, and, but we just need to know how that impacted it. Gotcha. So, so we could look at say, um, oxtomodulin, which is a gut hormone, um, that regulates hunger communicates from the, it's a hormone made in the, the lighter part of the GI tract that communicates to the valgus nerve to the brain to help with hunger control. We can look at um, directly insulin, but we could also look at C, we also looked at C peptide, um, which also gives us a direct measure of, of insulin release, both active insulin and immature insulin that has not been released. So there, you can kind of see the, uh, the, the precursor and the postcursor, which insulin is the postcursor. And then we also looked at um, uh, GLP-1 and glucagon, which are also precursor signaling for downregulating glucagon in the system. So insulin can be released and active to moderate protein and blood sugar levels in the, in the circulation. My goodness. You That's really just have taken That's just this. one aspect. <laughs> yeah. You really have taken this to another level. So in terms of what this kind of translates into, so for people that are listening that don't quite understand the science, what can they expect to see um, from feeding this product um, every day or, you know, ever so often? Yeah. So the overall, the overall reaching aspect is focusing on the GI tract because that is the bottleneck for everything health related and making sure that we, we enhance that or don't disrupt it from a negative standpoint. Um, that we can keep pushing the system in the right side of balance in favor of the dog. So in the case of Origins 5-in-1, that is focused on a certain way of impacting the GI tract, the environment there, the microbiome there, the fungosome, the proteasome, that all of that stuff that's there to impact that correctly. And then when you do that, as a side effect, health improvements happen. Yeah, I think, I think that's one of the, the things that, comes up a lot is what am I going to see when I use the product? And um, I don't know if it's because it comes into the, it's the whole food topper with gut health support. So we're kind of like playing in the supplement space and we're also playing in the 
providing highly digestible nutrition. But, you know, these markers tell you that when, you're, when your dog is on Origins, they are healthier. So it doesn't matter if the dog's healthy already, it looks healthy. Everything functions better. Meta their metabolism functioning better. We see improved reproduction markers in dogs that have good reproduction. They get better. So it's not just about fixing problems. Certainly, we had the body count of fixing allergies, helping people regrow hair when they couldn't, getting them off the shots. Again, those were the kind of arrow that told us we were getting the impacts we wanted. But the study really verified that no matter what the status of the dog health-wise, when you feed Origins after 30 days, we're improving the health of the dog. Right. So if, even if you can't see it, <laughs> all dogs are benefiting. That, that's why we ran the study. Yeah, because <laughs> then you have internal proof right. that, yeah, things are changing and it's it's working. And we see it. I mean, that's that's the amazing part is, you know, we've had people that have come in with, you know, raw, itchy skin and, and my gosh, that's, that's a, one of the number one things that people come to us for is, you know, just itchy and, you know, flaky and oozy. And I mean, all the gross things that, that you just hate to see, um, on a dog's skin and they get on origins. And I mean, obviously we look, we look to improve their diet and maybe support them with a few other things, depending on what the situation is. But we noticed such a huge difference, um, in the dog's health. Um, you know, whenever we, you know, the, the customer's like, oh my gosh, his skin's never looked so good. His coats never looked so good. Um, I remember when Blake brought the first time I think I met Blake, he brought his Aussie in and I was like, oh my gosh, his coat, what in the world? And he was like, yep, he's an origins dog. And I was like, yeah, wow. Double coat dogs. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, so I noticed that you also are having an Omega testing kit for dogs. What, what is this? What are, can you tell us about that? Oh, so this is the first time that we are publicly announcing about that test because, you know, we have a tagline, if there's something better, prove it. And we're all about the science. And, and as you're well aware of, there's plenty of companies that make claims that are health claims or science claims and it's very vague and misleading because they nobody actually is putting the science into it so we love proving <laughs> that our products work and that uh, at the end of the day for the average pet owner uh, and so this omega test is came about through a partnership with if you will the godfather of omega-3 testing uh, definitely in the human world and possibly in the animal world now uh, with dr bill harris and uh, Dr. Jackson up there at their facility in South Dakota. They've worked with some of the preeminent institutions around the world to, to develop this diagnostic test for humans to look at the incorporation of omega fatty acids uh, into the different tissues of the body. And by the, the matrix that they, they chose, which was blood, given the turnaround of the life cycle of blood cells, you can use the blood cells themselves as a representative sample uh, to represent the entire global aspect of incorporation of different tissues and uh, different tissue types and membrane types of omega-3 integration. They use the blood and it's a retrospective look, right? It's, so it's looking backwards from the point of sampling of how much omega fatty acids have been integrated into your blood cells can give you a representative measure uh, of, it, of its incorporation throughout the entire body given the diet. So it's looking at the diet of how many omega... the the, content, the amount of omega fatty acids you get in your diet over the 30 day, over, I'm sorry, over the three month period tells you by incorporation because the body wants to incorporate it. So if everybody remembers back in the day from high school biology, even, even the old timers, when you look at the, the cell layer, the, bi, uh, the bipolar cell layer uh, and those big triglyceride fatty acids that make up the membrane for, for markers for signaling, transduction and receiving, Omega fatty acids are a huge component of that and it's preferential use of it. So if it's plenty available, it's going to be utilized for a lot of cell membrane um, tissues in the brain and the blood. I mean, it's throughout the body. I, I think, I think for us, it's also exciting because, you know, to the question you had right before this, it's 
there's so many people that are doing stuff for their dog and they don't know if they're getting enough and they don't know if they're getting uh, quality stuff. So, so if you're using any Omega product, if you think you're getting enough Omega for your dog, this kit will let you know. And it also gives you a guideline for what's optimal saturation in the animal. And so those things together, it allows people to know like that they've actually optimized that aspect of their dog's health and diet. And that's what we're about. So <laughs> it just, it, it was a perfect alignment. So if you can't see something changing your dog, again, here's a marker to let you know that did change. So if you started your dog, if you tested a dog that was just on a regular dry dog food diet, you would get an Omega baseline. You could start origins. You could implement whatever Omega product you wanted, test them 90 days later, and you could see that, that actual marker change in your dog. I just think that is amazing because if you think about it, um, humans, pets, we are not getting enough omegas in our diet. I mean, it's not just in the not US, happening. No. Yes. Definitely and not it, in the US. No. And it affects every part of our functioning, everything. Our brain, our heart, our cardio. I mean, everything. Our skin. You want to know our, how much? What's that? <laughs> so Bill Harris studied so many of the blue zones, the data from the blue zones. So the blue zones for everybody listening or, or watching, the blue zones are those regions in the United States, or I'm sorry, in the world where uh, uh, humans are living a hundred, a uh, hundred years or more, right? It's trying to understand for like longevity and health. And what they found and how they developed this, uh, this index, which is a very complicated test that's scanning for not just the, the three omegas, but they're scanning for other fatty acids to create this score is, uh, the higher the omega index score. So the, the more percentage basically of omega fat integration to your blood cells, the healthier you're going to be, or the less likely you are to get sick. Right. Um, it's, this is how monumental it can be. Right. So the Asian Pacific region of the world, um, on the human side, so this is human data, um, their omega index is in the 12, 13, 16% incorporation, very high. And then to your point as well, and, and, and what I mentioned on the U S our average American diet is so low in omegas. We're like around three. Oh my goodness. And optim health optimally uh, for, for omega score is about eight or higher. You know, you want to be about eight on the average is they found a good median point to try to get to, but if you can get higher, the, 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 the higher, the better. And it came from at least in my aspect of understanding and what, what drew me to it as well was that the Asian Pacific region, their diets are so high in omegas, but yet culturally they smoke a ton like chimney smoke. They smoke a lot, but yet they outlive us, the uh, U.S. Americans by five years on average. So you have huge, you have huge oxidative stress from smoking cigarettes, lifelong smoking. They're living five years more than us. Why? Well, one of the major things that is very obvious, and this test shows it as well, is that the omega, their omega index score is <laughs> a lot higher. No kidding, by a lot. Well, and that just also, I mean, if you think about a kibble-fed dog, especially, and even a raw-fed dog, um, I mean, unless mm. they are grass-fed, grass-finished, you know, and, and even then, we're still, you know, not, they don't have enough omega. Not enough. Yeah. Man, not enough. So no wonder, you know, we're getting so many pets that are, you know, um, they die of cancer or, you know, other things because all of that is inflammation and leads to metabolic stress. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Chronic, yeah, it all bases down to metabolic stress. Well, there's, there's even more interesting data out there um, that will be working on a white paper actually to show, and it, and it shows diets, uh, dry kibble diets with and without omega fatty, like actual fish oil. I didn't make a clarification. It's fish oil is a, is omega. Like in my mind, it makes sense. It's only omega. It's appropriate species wise, but then there's these labeling marketing claims. They dance around with like enhanced with omega. Well, alpha linoleic acid and linoleic acid are precursors. So they could be enhanced with omegas, but the conversion rate, I mentioned very, very at the very beginning, species to species changes on how they process macromolecules. Dogs process fats, dogs and cats process fats completely different than humans. And so, but and even with that fact, they convert 
these uh, grass and grain based uh, oils that are that could be precursors. They convert so little to the actual EPA and DHA and and these active forms of the omegas that they market around that like oh it, you get all the omegas that you need it's like nah they don't convert <laughs> they're very poor converters uh humans are also poor converters of plant-based omegas like from grass and uh, you know if they were if we were to eat grass products or seeds like flax seed and stuff like that that have these oils we can convert a small percentage of them but when you when you take a straight fish oil it's 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 night and day there's no comparison of the, its its incorporation in diet because it's the right presentation and it's species appropriate. Right. That is so fascinating. So we're, on, so we're working on something to show these things that you, that um, there's some other things that shows why Origins is going to be a lot better because of its uptake uh, assistance in Omega incorporation in, in through the absorption side of it as well. But we have a lot of data already with dry food, with and without fish oils, with the, the ALA and LA uh, oils. So we can show some some differences that, um, when you get the, the right concentration and the right profile of fatty acids, it could be more, not just cost effective, but more effective in its biological sense, which is always our focus. We want the most efficient way possible, um, in, in healthy way. So, um, but that hasn't been concentrated or processed, you know, you know, oils and stuff like that, that have been, that are void of the other, you know, 38 fatty acids in the, the spectrum of fish, of, of actual full fish oil, which isn't just three oils. <laughs> Yeah, we already we already know that not all oils are equal, and if they're esterified, they're not upregulated as well. So people that are using fish oil, again, they might be thinking they're giving enough, but if it's the wrong presentation, the the idea that it's going to get absorbed and incorporated is already reduced. Like it, you're going to have to use three times as much. It's like that's that's the type of stuff that we want to help people have the answer to. Like, am I doing it? Am I using the best products? Am I getting enough? You know, here's a marker that tells you you are or aren't. I think that is amazing. So is this something that you guys are going to be able, like, will we be able to sell those things to our customers? Is that kind of where we're headed or? We're getting there. Um, you'll be, you'll be able to order the test directly from, from us directly. And it has a barcode that you register the product, um, through the site and the data gets delivered through that portal confidentially, um, through that portal to you as well. Um, and then as we uh, bring it further to market, uh, being able to have it as a resource to individuals like yourself that are actively engaging owners and trying to help them and then get it to the, to the broader market. That's kind of the venture with, uh, with Bill Harris and his group. Uh, the tricky part with the kit is that it's, you have to draw blood. Oh, gotcha. so you have to, you have to get a couple of drops, just a couple of drops of blood from the animal. So it's Can something it be where, yeah, like a little prick. On the paw? It's a 20 microliters. Yeah, it, it could be. Um, but they're recommending that they go to a vet for it. So it's, you know, you can sell the kit in the store, but they'll probably have to go to the vet to get the blood draw. It, it, it's just small. It's 20 microliters on this very specialized blood card that they put it into the designated area. It dries. You just put it in a regular envelope, which is prepaid already in the, in the kit with it. Has the full instructions for the vet, and then you just let it dry. You put an envelope, you mail it, and go straight to the lab. Gotcha. So, has there been? I know you mentioned like in Asia they have a much higher omega level, um, you know, the points than Americans, and that's been a huge part of why they live healthier and longer. Have you done anything like that? A uh, similar study with with dogs? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, on the dog side. I thought you were going to go ask about other blue zones because we have blue, we have a blue zone in the U S over towards California in Loma Linda. And that's because they have a heavy fish diet because of the, the religious, um, uh, orientation there of Adventist, you know, there's a lot of fish, a lot of pescatarian type of deal. So a lot of fish there, but yes, on the dog side, the, the study for developing that test and that scoring was looking at on average, they're around like about 1%. Oh, wow. That's what they're scoring is 1%. Yeah. Or lower, yes. Okay. And then, and then looking because that's where all the other data about the dry foods that are supplemented with and without fish oil. Looking at that conversion rate, um, and then ideally, on average, you're wanting to be in anywhere between three to six for for a canine. And we're trying to work on this with horses as well because that's another that's another animal group that that we use with our equine five in one origins product that 
does amazing things as a side effect of better GI tract management. Um, so, you know, we're working, uh, going to be working on that as well um, later on in the year. Wow. That is so fascinating. And I think it can really be something that can be a game changer for so many people, because I know like for me, my dogs are my kids. Like, and I, I know a lot of people like that too. And even if they're not, you know, even if they have grown kids or whatever, they're still such a part of the family. And if we have an ability to affect a, a you know, a, a marker that can mean more longevity and healthier and all this stuff. I mean, that's, that is amazing. Yeah, there's very few markers that are definitively tied to health. And it, it's nice that this research has been going on so long and that it is so uh, sound and secure as a, as a point to reference for people. Um, the stuff that we do with biomarkers, when we looked at our product, that's like cutting edge stuff, but it's not as accessible. So it's really cool to make something that's so powerful, accessible to people, both for themselves and for their dogs. I think it's amazing that you can do this stuff. And I think uh, you're going to see more and more of those type of kits and opportunities and tests available to people. So, Have you had any opportunity to do any testing of this sort? Like say, for example, the dog that's fed kibble and then the dog that has the origins added on. Have you seen any of those or have y'all conducted those studies? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're working on that. We actually have uh, 75 kits that we want to work with existing customers to uh, get uh, very quickly more origins data on dogs that have been on origins already for three months or more. And we know there's a, a group of individuals, too, um, that have also been feeding, feeding different doses of origins. So we're kind of curious about that as well. Um, but, yeah, we are working uh, towards finding or getting a group where they've they're naive, so they've not been given origins, and they've been on dry food. And then we'll be measuring those, taking some other biomarkers, not just, you know, they're going to pull blood, they're going to pull blood, so we can use more markers to look at the differences as well, to replicate this in a, in a different setting, and look at omegas, look at the uh, the the, GLP, uh, the glucagon gene cassette that codes for a lot of gut hormones, so like insulin, and look at these benefits over, you know, different time points to, to further show this as well. But yeah, we, you know, we think the origins because of its not its ability, it, you know, the concentration of the, the spectrum of all the fatty acids of all 42 naturally occurring fatty acids that are in origins, plus the, the other vitamins and minerals that are naturally there from the organs, like the fish liver, specifically a lot that come from there that are known associates for helping upregulation of absorption across the GI tract. I think you'll find that yeah, I'm postulating that we'll find that um, uh, that smaller amounts of origins because of its spectrum and its uh, its formulation will have a better uptake, will have a bigger impact with less. So you won't need, you know, a thousand milligrams total of EPA to boost their score, their blood serum or the blood scoring, because you need a thousand of a concentrated one versus something that's designed for enhancement and absorption for better. Naturally, you'll get a better uptake versus a concentrated esterified type product that could be a little bit different on its absorption curves. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's exciting. I, I'm excited about that study for sure. I'd love to see it. Um, so yep. tell us a little bit about, if you could, maybe start with the origin since we've talked so much about that, but maybe a little bit about your product line. Um, uh, again, it's pretty in, uh, impressive. Yeah. I think for us, it's when we're creating products, we're creating products to solve problems. And so that alone kind of makes us a different type of company in the pet product space. A lot of times companies are just putting out products to put out products, or they're trying to take a product that's out for a human and slap a pet label on it, whether it's appropriate or not, and put it out for pets. And so our mindset is always about creating products that actually fix problems for pets and their owners. Um, literally everything that we have, we've developed. Like there's not, it's not, there's not a me too product in our catalog right now we have i guess maybe the the soft jerky treat and the the treat side of it but in our actual formulated supplement food toppers they're all ours to be formulated so the pumpkin pro has the fermented ginger and turmeric the turmeric plus is fermented ginger and turmeric it's all organic human grade these are ingredients that we weren't seeing available for dogs we were seeing people use other formats but they're not really appropriate or ideal 
And uh, again, thanks to Nate's background and his expertise in that area, we're able to take a potentially beneficial product and ingredient and actually make it beneficial and usable to a canine. And so that, that was why it started becoming kind of like all these people are using turmeric for their dog. But we know that even in the human side, just taking raw turmeric almost has no impact on actually making it into the bloodstream. The amount you have to eat is obscene. So the idea that we're going to feed it to a dog who's even more you know, inefficient at digesting it and it's going to have any benefit, people are literally just making spiced dog poop in their yard. So how can we help these owners actually get the benefits they're wanting for their pet? And so fermentation is the answer. It's really the idea of pre-digesting a root. You know, so many owners are aware your dog can't digest grains. Well, they can't break down roots any better, guys. So you're going to have to help them break it down. And fermentation does that. It unlocks the uh, all the great nutrients that you're you're wanting from the turmeric, and it also gives the opportunity to create the postbiotic molecules that you're really seeking, so that they're immediately available for the dog. So it, it becomes very very potent uh, compared to trying to do it with just a a root fiber. Yeah, or a you know making your own golden paste, which is a form of extraction, but it's a very low form of extraction. It's great for topical. Uh, culturally, it's used topically as well. Um, so, you know, bypassing all those issues. And this is where our science, the shelf term makes sense. Um, you know, that's what we do is how do you take what science, what we know that science says, right? That's why people are used to like, oh, pepper, pepper. I'm like, science says it works. But if you actually read it or you talk to the the, the people that ran the studies, you realize they didn't just give your dog the pepper or the turmeric you got off your shelf or countertop and put it in there. And that's what, then, and that's like, Oh, this is going to work. Cause the study says it, it's like, no, 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 no. You've got to look deeper of what they did. And they all have manipulated the base uh, c- control, which is the regular turmeric. They always had to do some type of alcohol or oil extraction that you're not going to be able to do to be able to get a bit of a reading or else their data would look completely made up because there would be zero reaction. So even when they, they did alter it with some type of, alcohol or um organic extraction it still produced a tiny little bit of a, a a little bit of a bump in data versus when you do something that's fermented or a higher level extraction you get like mini log phases changes within 60 minutes when looking at serum which is what you need because the liver will clear out off a of first pass um anything that was did manage to get across the gut barrier so that that's the whole science the shelf uh, concept that we that we use is science says this works and it has benefit. It's culturally appropriate as well, and it's and there's a and there's a reason for it that may not be species appropriate, right? Because I don't know how many one in North America we don't we can't grow ginger and turmeric like that, so it would be something new, but it has medicinal impact. Well, how does that work? That science says work. Well, we develop it into the right format. That way, you can get it on the shelf as science says that works, not what uh your neighbor down the road um says with uh when you take the off the shelf turmeric that's already been extracted of the curcuminoids and other bioflavonoids <laughs> and you put it into a little bit of oil and you're like oh this is going to work and they're like i tried it and it never worked so that's where you get all these wives tales and these anecdotal yes and no's that it doesn't work it seems really conflicting out there it's because sourcing quality um whether it's real turmeric or not, or it's already, or is it turmeric sawdust as we call it? That's on the spice shelf. It's most of it's been extracted because it has still a lot of flavor uh, flavonoid profiles as well that still taste great. So, so that's that's that that that's all just on a turmeric product. Like I mean, it's an amazing product by itself. But to Blake's point, we, we Pumpkin Pro was help was designed for veterinarians to help with non-specific, uh, you know, diarrhea, loose stool situations that weren't responding to to um antibiotics because if it's not microbial in nature antibiotics are not going to have an effect on it and it's also going to cause some secondary cytotoxic issues that may further progress the general enteritis that's associated with having a distressed gi tract so we had to create turmeric the fermented turmeric and ginger product first to put it with the with the best pumpkin in the world together to get this two-step approach to why is loose stools happening and really what's causing it, which is the villi and the intestinal tract have shrunk up and it's turned the, the intestinal tract into a literal slip and slide. Um, so if we can get the, we can knock down the inflammation using the, turmeric and, the fermented turmeric and ginger product to have an immediate impact, 
it'll get the VLI to relax a little bit and to start opening back up. And that's going to actually cause the water uptake and the, the firming the firming side of the stools, um, not by just pounding a lot of fiber in there to clog up the works. You know, you can because you can create the other problem, right, Tammy? The you know, you get a you know constipated dog. If you use the wrong product, you'll get a constipated dog very quickly. Definitely. Um, yeah. Because it so hydrates again. Instead of just kind of making the diarrhea disappear, we're actually getting to addressing the, the root issues. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. The immediate issue and the underlying issue, which is the villi, that's the problem. That's they're shrunk. So, and they're inflamed. They want to shrink up. So we need them to, to relax and open up. Well, the natural anti-inflammatory type properties and the antioxidant effects of that locally uh, and it is potency will help it kind of relax. And that's going to also help with the water uptake. The pumpkin is also there, a very specialized pumpkin to also help with the immediate issue, which is what everybody thinks the problem is, which is. I know managing loose stools is a nightmare and it's never fun, not even once. Um, so having the immediate, uh, you know, resolution or management of, of that issue while addressing the underlying issue at the same time, uh, we've had people with weeks, you know, week worth or more of loose stools traveling and within two doses, they are back to being normal. And this was at a high stress show that they're like, Oh my God, it's, it's fixed guys. Like, I've been dealing with this for a week with this puppy <laughs> traveling down here um, in two doses. So that's, that's where the, the science, the shelf bringing uh, products uh, that work. Um, and if not prove it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, and the other thing that, that comes to mind too, is, you know, everyone wants to know how often, uh, you know, should I give my dog this? Is it as needed? Um, you know, so maybe you could speak to that as well. Yes. So the Origins product is made where you're supposed to use it every day. And then most of the other things that we make are tools. They're things that you would use as needed um, or under certain circumstances. You may use them at higher doses. Um, so again, we always are trying to solve problems. And the largest problem that we saw to solve was the one that Origins solved, which is how do we improve the nutrition and health of as many dogs as possible in a way that's easy to implement for pet owners and that's cost effective for all owners. Um, that, so it can be accessible because there's lots of solutions to the nutrition problem, but not all of them are going to be accessible to every dog owner. And so the origins was kind of our, our solution to that. Um, we have a product called healthy weight, which is a weight gainer. Um, again, that's solving a problem. We use it for high performance dogs when they have periods of high activity that may require additional calories to maintain a healthy weight, but you can also use it for dogs that are having trouble gaining weight, no matter how much you feed, because we've definitely come across those unique situations. And so when we looked at the products out there in that space, it was the same sort of thing. The products were lackluster. They were unhealthy for dogs. They relied on soybean oil and sugar. So we wanted to create a whole food-based solution that was higher in calories and that would support the GI system and help them gain weight in a way that is actually beneficial to the animal, not just, not just weight for weight's sake, which is not a healthy thing to do. Um, so those might be used for periods of time. They may be required you know, fully if the dog just doesn't want to maintain weight, but, uh, origins is the only one that we we've made that we're like, you should use it every day because when you start understanding the omega profile side of it and the requirement to maintain that higher saturation, there's literally no benefit to not feeding it. You should be feeding it all time. Like you're, you're going to want to have your dog on it. Once you see the impacts that it's having on the, the omega health side, as well as the, uh, different biomarkers that we've looked at. Yeah. And also there is a good amount of probiotics, um, in there as well. It's, it's an okay amount. Um, we're not, we're not, we're not uh, as high as like a standalone product, like, um, that's in a powder form because I would never, we would never, in other animal model systems, we would never give a standalone probiotic like that. We're, we're factoring other things in the diet and what's going on at that life stage as well to understand why we would put that in there. Because we do do that, especially when young, very young animals, because we can diversify the GI tract microbiome faster. We can, we can accelerate the adaptation of the immune system and grow a stronger immune system, which means a healthier, stronger animal that is going to least likely to get sick. Because even in the food world, despite what everybody thinks out there, none of these producers of any animals or any products, they don't want to give antibiotics. They do not want to do that because it's very expensive and it's not easy, um, depending on the animal. So. A standalone product like that just doesn't make sense um, on it. So, and, and I mentioned it before, it's about working with a system. So using a systems approach to managing the GI tract 
we can optimize the environment for micro for probiotics to take a hold and to have their impact, we got to give them the the fuel source for them, immediate fuel source that they can use, and then the the fiber side of the fuel sources as well. That's going to sustain the 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 natural good residents, the good guys that are there. We need those guys to take pop uh, hold of the control of the environment, which they take longer to spool up a little bit. So we need to push the system a little bit, but then we only have enough in there really as a systems approach, we get a big bang for the buck. And then the body gets it to the point, uh, or the product helps the body get to the point where they can actually take control of themselves. And then origins at the regular amount on the bags suggest uh, for feeding, it's there just to buffer it. That way, if the system dips down too low, origins can push it back up and it stays there. And as it waxes and wanes throughout the year, the gender and the age, origins can there to kind of keep it balanced up and in favor of the dog and not letting it go too negative. Um, so, so, you know, we have that part, but, um, you know, again, these are, these are tools, how, uh, like good tools, we can accelerate the impact, like with origins and healthy weight, we can accelerate the response by changing a few things in the diet or how it's being fed, um, or what's not being fed in the rest of the diet. But again, like with turmeric, you can use it more or less, depending on if you're trying to help a senior dog or help after an injury or help on a performance dog for recovery. There's different requirements, you know, different things that you could ideally do this cost effectively. That's going to get you the beneficial gains versus just adding it all the time, all products. Like we're the only company that's telling you don't, you don't have to use all of our products. Like <laughs> every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We're not, we're telling people you don't have to do that. Like you could, but I would use it far less in this situation. So it's very situational. Like I would use it a sprinkle daily, or I would use it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday after for recovery days when as a for like flyball dogs, use it for the antioxidant potential and the, infl- the pro-inflammatory type response to help manage recovery. And then during the week, do your normal bit with origins. And then on the rest days, use it for this or use this for or nutrition diversity. You know, you're a big fan of nutrition diversity. So you can use a little bit to just diversify because our products are, you can't get this level in any other product out there. So you can use it on the little side just for micronutrient diversity to kind of help overall the spectrum for, you know, the more lifelong, you know, longevity side of it. You can use a little bit, um, not according to the bag, just a little bit because it's, it's real nutrition that's at the end of the day. So you can do it that way versus until you got a problem or a, a, something that you personally don't like, let, not not just a health issue, you can address it differently. Yeah. And I know Blake and I have talked a little bit about too, if you have a dog that is, you know, I mean, I, I know there are some dogs that come in and I mean, their entire coat is, or their t- entire body is covered in red sores or whatever. Yeah. That may be a different dose than the dog Absolutely. that, you know, just wants to get, you know, some omegas in their system. And so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and how they started too would be different uh, as well. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, and I think the other thing that's always important, um, any change, you know, to start slowly and, and work your way up for sure. That's right. Well, especially with a system like that's from, from what you see outward, it, it's usually much deeper, right? So you, you see a bad situation. It's, it's been there for a little bit and it's a little deep seated and the system is definitely stressed already. So adding, you know, our product makes changes. It will make a change. So if you go too far too fast and you've already, and you have a, a physical, you know, issue that you can see as an owner, then you can overstress your system good or bad with, uh, with a product that, you know, could push the system, whether it's going to push it in the right direction or not, it's going to be, that's, that's a different issue, but origins makes an impact and it will push it over a system. So occasionally, you know, we have owners that they like, oh, they started it. And they're like, oh, my dog started itching after that. And I'm like, well, what that tells us is that your dog was already had a, a, a fair amount of stress already on the system. Like the immune system can only handle so much. And that origins added in is making changes, which does add stress. It's a good stress, but it, it's making changes to the GI tract and the environment. And that's going to upset the balance a little bit. That's going to cause some additional stress, which could push your dog over that, that line a little bit or close to the threshold, which you start getting those secondary signs and symptoms, like maybe itching, scratching, um, maybe a little licking here and there, or the coat maybe starts changing a little bit because it's just a sign of stress. Um, 
And it's really just when we work with them, they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I've never heard it explained that way. And they're like, okay, I'll, I give them a break and then start them really slow. And then it never co- happens again. And then the dogs get even better um, because of because of the onboarding process and what's already there. Yeah. And we're so used to, I think, as a society, there's one symptom and we need to hurry up and, and you know, cover it up real fast. And Instead, sometimes the healing process, we just have to be patient and know that it's going to take some time and we may have to change up a few things, but it's going to be better in the long run. Yeah, the knee jerk reactions happen uh, quite too often in the in the in the Facebook groups and, and talking with owners, you know, they're they want they want their the very binary in their approaches and they also want instant results. So like I made this change, this food didn't work for two weeks. No, I'm gonna switch to a different food, different food, this, that, and it's like Oh, you've got this dust storm of a problem that you're trying to figure out that you've been dealing with maybe a month or some people two years or more when no one's been able to help them. You get this massive dust storm and it's like, we need to calm this storm down to see what really is the problem, not all the the different issues that you don't like or that the dog is presenting with or the animals presenting with what is really the, the root issues. And we just need things to calm down for a minute and stop making changes so it can just settle down. So we're like, Oh, none of those were actual problems. That that was just a reaction to other issues that are already exacerbated, you know, only exacerbated issues. That's Um, right. That's right. And that's where the product usage comes into play is how do you do this? How do you not, you know, change this? And, and you're well aware too, timing of feeding, how much you're feeding, how many times a day you're feeding, all these little things help do different things if you use them. And those are free. Those are like hacks, you know, that work <laughs> to, to help your dog system manage a little bit better. So sometimes, because um, we wrote an article about that, there's a lot of free hacks that you can do just to kind of make sure that, is it really a problem or is it, or is it not a problem? Is it just seasonality kind of just changed and so maybe it's just switching out things a little differently or excluding things um that time for that age for that dog for that breed type of deal exactly my goodness i feel like i have been sitting in a um, bill nye the science guy class (laughs) (laughs) i'll take that as a compliment (laughs) yes yes it's so interesting i could sit here and listen to you all day um so, but as we are closing up, um, is there anything else that you just wanted to make sure that the listeners um, that hear today about your products and about your company? Uh, we want to make sure they know that we're we're serious about all dogs needing origins and and not being afraid to try our product. We know so many people have been on different journeys. Uh, most of them may feel like they don't want to take the risk of changing anything or doing anything additional because that journey's been so rough. Um, but we stand behind our products hundred percent and, and behind our partners hundred percent. So there should never be any fear in trying good products. So if you're, you decide to implement something that is a rogue pet science product and you're not happy with it, we, we, uh, we refund your money hundred percent. No questions asked. Um, we'd love the chance to talk to you and help you, but you know, at the end of the day, our goal is to help as many pets as possible. So the only way we're going to do that is if they try our products. Exactly. And I will say that we do have um, samples of origins. So anyone who is, you know, unsure if their dog will eat it. I mean, obviously, they're not going to see, you know, a lot of the health benefits with it with a taste test, but at least to give them something to, you know, try with their dog. Yeah, that's always that that comes up is like, you know, will my dog eat it? It's fish. Like ninety nine point nine percent of dogs will go crazy for it. Yeah, that's true. It does happen that they they won't touch it, but most dogs, it's they really really like it. Yep. And at the end of the day, unlike traditional companies that we pride ourselves on, is that there's zero risk. We'll refund your money. We will still work with you to say, hey, you know, can you if you're willing to try this? There's some issues at hand. We'll walk you through. Hold your hand. I don't know any other company that will really do that. They usually just like, oh, just refund it and just never do with you again. And just like, oh, just write it off. Like, oh, we don't want to deal with you. We actually care more probably about your dog than you do. Um, and, and especially <laughs> about your experience. It, it's a crux. It's a blessing and a curse. Um, we've generated so much uh, articles that we've written around these issues and these experiences. So there's a lot of resources on our website and through our blogs that we've actually written 
to help walk them through that understanding. That way, other people can take advantage of that information, whether they use their product or not. Maybe that'll try, you know, that'll convince them to maybe give this a try. That we do. I mean, we can't help everybody. There's a few that that happen, but you know, if you're willing to give us the chance, we'll refund your money and still work with you on the product and not have you send it back. And then you could choose from there. And we've actually won back a number of customers that way and have become lifelong advocates for us because of our ability and our knowledge to actually help them. (laughs) Absolutely. That speaks volumes, volumes, because not many companies can really say that they will follow through. And I've seen you guys do it over and over. So yeah, you get, you've reached out to us about things too. So it's like, yeah, 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 we can walk anybody through the process. So absolutely. Yeah, no. And yeah, things come up, you know, we'll reach out and you guys are, are right there to help us. So um, how can people um, find you if they want to f- get more information? Yeah, the best place is always through our website at roguepetscience.com. Um, also, our Facebook at Rogue Pet Science is ton of information. We constantly are putting out posts and new ideas and concepts about the articles that we're writing. So we constantly try to push the envelope there. And we're very responsive, both Blake and I, um, and through our support team through our Facebook Messenger. So that is probably the fastest way to get a hold of us because we there's somebody always monitoring it. And if and if we need to be brought in for different things, if it's not our turn monitoring it, you know, we can get a hold of it um, very quickly to get you those answers very, very, very fast. Um, and you can always follow us there and follow us on Instagram. It's about the same, um, different generations, different platforms. And, and that's also how the best way to get a hold of us. And you can also be reached directly through, through email at Nate at roguepetscience.com or Blake at roguepetscience.com directly. Awesome. Well, you guys, this has been such a treat. Um, Again, I had mentioned that you guys are kind of the gold standard when it comes to all of the research and science that you've put into your products. And I think everyone that listens today can actually attest to that just listening to all of the, the nuggets that you've shared with us. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I really do. Thanks for Thanks for giving us the opportunity. We, we appreciate getting to be a part of it and share our story with more people. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Well, you guys, thanks again. We will talk soon and have a wonderful day. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.